Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about sharing your knowledge. More specifically, answering the question of how much should I give away in the content that I create? So for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business consultant and coach who really specializes in helping business owners master marketing, sales, and scale with total confidence. So the number one question I get from my business clients, especially new ones, are how much should I be giving away? And I often find that business owners, specifically women business owners, are terrified of giving away or sharing too much information when it comes to their marketing. So this podcast episode is really for those of you who are service-based business owners or what I like to call knowledge workers. So what you're selling is ultimately your strategy, your knowledge. You could be a business coach, you could be a health coach, any number of these things. Really, this episode is for you. So the reality that I want to start with is that people will pay equal to the amount of information that they have received through your marketing, through your email, through your blogs, through your content, or believe they will receive as a result of paying you. And I get it. As a knowledge worker myself, as somebody who literally gets paid for strategy work, it can be really scary to give away information and to teach people how to do things without you. But to get paying customers, especially for service-based business, you have to establish yourself as a thought leader. And the only way to do that is through giving away information, right? And I want to encourage you to give away information that is general, but not specific. So this means, yes, your blogs, your email marketing, your email content, your social posts can be teaching people in a general way about the things that they will get if they work with you. However, the caveat to this is if you are doing like a free discovery call, which is something that I offer, I do not give away strategy during a discovery call. I talk to people about the framework, the general approach, what it would be like to work with me, the things that they know they will receive as a result of working with me, but I never ever give away specifics in those calls. And the reason is because you are literally giving away the reason for them to work with you. So yes, give your knowledge freely when it comes to your marketing material, but in those one-on-one conversations, you want to be very, very thoughtful and strategic about the information you provide. And the reason for this is that when you're speaking generally, it's very difficult for people to just go ahead and do it without you if you are really master of your craft. However, not the case with one-on-one conversations because you are giving custom tailored advice whether you realize it or not. And that's the thing that inevitably happens when we give away too many, like go on too many coffee dates, you know, have too many discovery calls with someone where you're constantly giving. So just be very thoughtful about what you're giving in terms of information in those one-on-one conversations, but feel free to give away as much general information as you would like when it comes to your marketing. So three things you should always be thinking about when you are creating your marketing content, your thought leadership content that's really of the educational nature is you first really wanna be thinking about how can you demonstrate expertise in your field? 
So this can be something simple, like even dropping, you know, a little bit of your credentials in there, right? Or describing a time when, right? So using customer case studies, examples, testimonials, great opportunity to demonstrate expertise. Number two is you want to teach them something basic. Lay the foundation really for the type of strategy or information they would get from you later. So I'll get use myself as an example here. So I give away a tons of information about marketing fundamentals, sales fundamentals, because I'm not scared of people using that information without me, right? That is the information that I hope they would know on a baseline before we work together. So I can give them very custom and often more advanced strategy when it comes to marketing or selling or scaling. So oftentimes when you are laying that foundation, when you are giving away the information that they would get at the very beginning anyways, you're actually priming them to be a better client for you later. And that I think is something so important to realize is when we have a more educated consumer, then we can do a better job for them because we don't have to waste all this time explaining the fundamentals. So I love when somebody's been following me for a while on Instagram or is in my Facebook group and has some of that foundational information because then we can just dive straight into the advanced stuff. So number three is you also wanna think about how you can give them a taste of the strategy, the methodology, the framework that they would be getting as a result of working with you. Now, again, not giving away that framework, the strategy and all of that, but really how can you just show them a little bit, teach them the beginning, the first step, the first few steps so that they become educated enough to also understand the value of hiring you. Because in the end, you really, again, have to trust that they will not be able to do it better without you than with you. And if you're confident in that, you can share information and knowledge freely without that concern. And there's a number of different ways you can think about sharing your knowledge. So there's really kind of like three different ways or formats that I like to think about when I'm thinking about my own content strategy and what to share in terms of building thought leadership. So I like to think of like, what are the big rock items I want to create? Number one might be blogs, right? So for me, I produce a weekly blog every Wednesday at melissabarker.com. And that blog is related to one of my primary content pillars. Now that blog is often like a list post or has a couple of recommendations in it. Once I write that blog, I now have my content for social for the next week or two oftentimes. So really thinking about how you can create a big rock item and then parse it into little pieces and use it for your newsletter, for your email marketing, for your social posts, because the goal is also to have repetition. So you want to make it easier for yourself by figuring out what are, what are my big rock items or how do I, what are the mediums or methods that I want to really create it in? So another example would be a video. So this could be a live video. I personally go live in my Facebook group called empowered women entrepreneurs by Melissa Barker on Facebook every month. So I started doing a live training on the third Friday of every month, and it's usually anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. And that content that I create essentially during that live is then parsed out into individual posts. It's turned into a blog and it's repurposed in multiple different formats. 
And then the third type of medium, it would still be video, but you could do a pre-recorded video. So this is if you have some real video editing skills or that's something you're willing to invest in, can be really effective because video is one of the number one formats across social media in terms of performance. So really thinking about how could I write a blog, do a live video, or maybe even a pre-recorded video and then sharing that and turning that into different little pieces so you can repeat the messages, really highlight your thought leadership and develop that through the repetition of using that and parsing it into little pieces. So as you're looking at building out your marketing calendar, think of what are the couple of big posts I wanna make, whether that are video or blogs, and really identifying, you know, how can I then repurpose that in all of the different ways? Because it will not only build your thought leadership, but folks are not reading every one of your posts. And it's important to remember that that repetition is key. So if you're really trying to share that piece of information, think of all the different ways that you can share it and different places that you can post it. Also want to mention here that when you decide between doing a blog or having video content, it also needs to be based on not only what suits your audience, but what best suits your skill set. So if you are somebody who hates speaking, hates being on camera, video may not be the way for you and that's okay. If you are somebody who does not like writing, maybe you hire a copywriter, you provide notes, you do those interviews, and then you have them transcribed and turned into blogs. So there's lots of different options, but really pick the medium and pick, pick the method that best suits your skills as well as your audience. And so as I mentioned before, you wanna think about creating those big rock items and then repurposing it in all of the different ways. So thought leadership and really sharing your knowledge should not be a super time intensive task. You can sit down once a month and really develop a couple core ideas or concepts that you want to share that are again, that foundational level, the more general approach that is going to really showcase your knowledge, showcase what makes you different in the services and things that you create. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. We're going to keep it short and sweet this week because this information is really just to encourage you to share your information. And this episode is really dedicated to encouraging you to share freely when it comes to that general approach, because ultimately that is how people are going to be convinced to work with you. And I don't think I've ever heard someone say Gosh, I learned so much from your podcast, from your Instagram account, from your Facebook group that I don't need to work with you. (laughs) I will say that these are some of the biggest drivers for me of conversion. And it's often people even coming to me and saying, wow, I learned so much from your post. Now I really want to work with you. Right. And it's, it's that feedback loop and it's creating the content, giving away the information, building the thought leadership, and also having just the positive intent of wanting people to be better at whatever it is that you could help them with. Right. And when you really are living into your purpose, when it comes to being in business and being aligned in your business and the things that you're trying to further, then giving away that information is not only going to be helpful for your business, but it's going to feel good. It's going to be really aligned and part of your purpose. And that, at the end of the day, isn't that what we're after? So with that, I will close with just reminding you of the three different things to keep in mind when you're creating your content. 
How can you demonstrate expertise? How can you teach or lay the basic foundation for the services and information that someone will receive in working with you? And number three, how can you just give a taste of the strategy, the framework, the methods that they would get if they worked with you through your content? So I hope you found this helpful in terms of guiding your content creation and feeling rest assured that it is a good thing to share your knowledge online and in your marketing content. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, my ask of you is that you would leave a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening so you can help other listeners, encourage them to check out the podcast because that is what helps me continue creating this content. So until next time, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back on the second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.